This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us and being with us today. I appreciate it very much. Hour number three is upon us. Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers, our Monday Mortgage Minute. Kurt, how was your weekend? My weekend was just great. Nice and sunny. It was beautiful. Can't argue. All right, what are seller concessions? Uh, what what you're seeing is seller concessions is when the seller will contribute uh, some of their uh, take out of their sales price money to pay for your rate to go down um, for to have repairs done on your house uh, to pay your closing costs stuff like that. Okay, and there's different types. What's the best ones to choose from? And or, and really quick, right and or will they give us the, that option, or do we have to ask? I'm sorry? I said, will they give us those options, or do we have to ask? Because, you know, do we have to participate in that process? How does that work? No, the, the, the buyer doesn't participate. The seller pays all the concessions. They're, and the most popular one right now is a 2-1 buy-down for several reasons. Okay. You may have an interest rate of 7.5, but on a 2-1 buy-down, you're only making payments on a rate of 5.5. So because of that... You're saving five to eight hundred dollars a month for the first year. Okay. And the second year, you're saving about three to four hundred dollars a month. Now that's all paid for by the seller. I see. You, you get to take advantage of it. It's better than just paying closing costs, which is about the same money, or paying uh, to buy your rate down. Okay. Now, when it comes to, and sorry, I, I didn't phrase my question correctly. Do we have to ask for that, or is that something they will yeah. automatically offer to us as a seller? No, you, you, uh, you have to ask for it. Okay. So we, we go to buy a house. We're negotiating, and part of that negotiation is we want you guys to participate in a 3 2 one buy-down. That's 3 2 one or 2 one buy-down. Or 2 yeah, one. Either okay. one of them. Yeah, either either one, one of those. One. But, so this is something that we're going to make as our offer, counter-offer, whatever you want to call it back, or our initial offer, I guess you could even say that's something we're going to throw into the deal. Is that, Am I hearing that correctly? That is correctly. If you go to a house and, you you know, it's a nice house, but you see maybe it needs a little work, let's see how negotiable the, the sellers okay. are and okay. ask for some concessions. All right, so some of the folks up here, because we haven't talked about this in a while, but I want to add that I want to add this in to remind everybody, you do things in Arizona as well. And as we now start to enter the fall and winter months and some folks up here may be thinking, you know, maybe I should look at doing something in Arizona, maybe not on a full-time basis, but maybe I want to look at a condo or a townhouse or a small home. You're down there as well. Can you assist them with that also? Yes, I can. Any loan that I do here, I'm, I'm good in uh, not just Arizona, but also in Wyoming. But yes. Now, now this, is a, this is a direct question from me to you. Are prices in Arizona doing better or worse than here? Prices in Arizona, are, from what I'm seeing, are more stable. 
Uh, they are about 20% less okay. than what they are here. Uh, you can get some really nice properties if you like that part of the country and that's where you want to go visit or have a second home, that's a great place. Okay, so so they're fairly stable. At your, are there, are there, yeah. I mean, I saw a post the other day, and just why I throw the, thought I'd throw this out to you. Arizona prices are crashing. Have you seen that? No. Okay. All right. No. All right. They're not crashing. They're stabilized just like they are in Colorado. Okay. If it's a nice home, they're selling for more than asking. If it needs a little work, they're selling concessions. Okay. So it's, not, it's very similar to what we have here, just lesser in value you know, on, across the board. That's correct. Okay, perfect. Kurt, I appreciate it. What's on Haystack Help tomorrow? For all of you listening, maybe for the first time, Kurt does Haystack Help Radio tomorrow from noon to 1 every Tuesday. What do you got up tomorrow? We're going to be talking about uh, the same thing we're talking about today, but in a lot more detail about credit scores, how to, mm-hmm. how to get them up, how to, how to save the most money, what loan programs work for you, okay. how to customize it's just a lot of mortgage questions tomorrow with just me and Scott. Perfect. All right. Appreciate that, Kurt, as always. Have a great night. Take care. You bet. 720-895-0500. That's how you get a hold of Kurt Rogers at Affordable Interest Mortgage. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Geno's Auto Service. I was with Steve Horvath, the owner, all day on Saturday. We had a great remote and a great time out at the Napa Auto Parts store in Centennial. Anything you need for your vehicle, they want to take care of you. Full bumper-to-bumper service. And, again, they are just a great facility. Been there 40-plus years. 303-794-6700. Geno's Auto Service is celebrating 40 years in business with an air conditioning recharge special. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant and cleans it. Then we put the clean refrigerant back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. Geno's is a Colorado family-owned business and proud to serve families in Littleton for 40 years. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Group insurance analysts, all of your insurance needs, give them a call, especially those of you that are in business and need business insurance. They can help you with that as well. E-GIA.com. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. 
Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate the maze of Medicare options so that you get the right plan to fit your needs and at the best premium. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online, whether it is a Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplements, a standalone prescription plan, long-term care, or final expense insurance. GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, 303-423-0162, or go online to e-gia.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com slash absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Kevin Stockland joining us now from the Epic Times. Kevin, welcome. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. So you've got an article out of late talking about different scientists, not all from one university, but MIT, Princeton, and others, talking about how these uh, the climate agenda that we currently have right now, the EPA's agenda, is disastrous for America. And I'm not them, but I could have told you that without ever going to college. Well, they have uh, made a case, an extensive case, uh, in response to the new EPA regulations that are going to, well, are designed to change our uh, entire system of creating electricity and driving cars and everything else that they're looking to do. First question, is there a single place on Earth where these policies have worked? Uh, no, I can't think of one. They've usually been disastrous, not only from an economic perspective, um, but also from an environmental perspective. Yeah, and it, that w- is the w- case. thank you. Yeah, whether it's the delivery method, the way of generating said electricity. I mean, Kevin, I, I really was before you came on. I was really trying to rack my brain and thinking, okay, is there a case study anywhere on the planet where any of this has worked? I couldn't think of one. No, and that that is really the case that these scientists are making, and it's not just the two that I mentioned in the article um, that, you know, this it's a disastrous policy, but it's also very harmful to the environment 
and it's uh, based on junk science. They say that uh, there's no facts behind it. This is basically coming from uh, models, and we've seen the result of that with COVID, Mm -hmm. and consensus, a manufactured consensus from the scientific community. I'll give you an example. I'm a car guy by nature. I do a show on Saturdays along those lines and have been in that world forever. And even when the Priuses came out long, long time ago, I challenged people back then to prove to me that by buying a Prius, it was going to be better environmentally speaking as far as how many barrels of oil you'd actually be using to build the Prius, the batteries, all the other things that went into it versus the vehicle you were currently driving and show me on paper how this works. That challenge is out there. I've never had anybody yet uh, you know, you know, counter me on that, Kevin. And I've done some research even on the EV thing. And there's been some studies done on how many barrels of oil go into building an EV versus building an ICE engine. The problem with all the studies that I've read is, again, it's junk junk data, junk science. They only factor in what it takes in the plant itself to build the EV. They don't factor in all of the other things that go into building the batteries and all of the manufacturing processes to get all of their just-in-time delivery there on all the other components of the EV. They're simply comparing an ICE engine and the barrels of oil going into it versus a EV vehicle and the barrels of oil going into that. And by that, they'll tell you that they save barrels of oil. But they forget about all of the other things that go into getting everything to the plant in the first place. Yeah, you know, I'd actually uh, interviewed someone at the EPA in connection with an article I did on this, on their emissions, their new emissions regulations. And I asked them, how are you measuring your emissions with EVs? And they said, exclusively, purely at the tailpipe. So there's no taking into account in their regulations what went into building them or what goes into charging them. Yeah, that is, that is so – and by the way, I've, I've again, being a car person because it, you know, these are things I talk about on a routine basis and even challenge some folks along those lines. I'll, I'll even have guests on at times where we go back and forth on some of this. And not that I'm any kind of an expert, Kevin. I'm just a regular old car guy that can read data. But I know you cannot just compare what comes out of the tailpipe as the only way to – you know, as the only guide for emissions on an EV. That's just – it's preponderous to think that way. Yeah, well, that's, that is the logic of uh, the regulations that are coming down now. And um, so we have some science, scientists that are, that are challenging that. And um, I think they've, they've made a, an interesting case. And uh, we've, we've cited their report in our article, and, and anyone can go check it out and read it for themselves. Perfect. Now, and again, I'm, not, I'm also not the guy, Kevin, that will say that every EV uh, you know, in the country is being driven totally by coal. A lot of that has to do with the area that you're in. Is there nuclear power, wind, solar, all of that? And so I'm not that guy. I'm not that hardcore, although I'm also not so dumb as to think that every single EV is powered by just wind and solar, because I think that's a pipe dream as well. The reality is, depending upon where you're at in the country here in Colorado, we're coal and natural gas for a large portion of it. There's very little here that is being driven by wind and solar. The vast majority in Colorado is being driven by natural gas and coal. So that EV, the emissions that would be emitted from it, quite frankly, you've got to factor in the coal and the natural gas, which, by the way, is clean burning here in Colorado. But the reality is we have coal plants that are driving this grid in Colorado as well. Yeah, you know, um, like you, I, I am not a climate scientist. I'm not a physicist. I'm uh, you know, reporting as best I can. But my interest in this is given that these um, regulations are so wide sweeping and they're going to affect our lives so intensely. I think we should
should have an open and honest uh, and informed conversation about all the economics around mm. these policies, not just what comes out of the tailpipe. And so that's why I wanted to give a platform to the scientists to make their case. And by the way, I, I appreciate you, you know, you doing that because the reality is we've got to, we've got to change the overarching narrative that EVs are better for the planet because, Kevin, at the end of the day, and, and just so you know, I own one. I bought one just so I would know all of the inner workings, the charging, the capabilities, how far can you go, how long does it take to charge one back up, what does it cost me on a monthly basis. I mean, I did that just to learn all of those things so I could come on air and speak in an educational fashion, in a, an experience fashion on them. And I've said it over and over again. If you're buying them to save the planet, stop, because they're not going to. Yeah, no, I, and I know that there's some people that love them. They are people who generally have short commutes to work, and they can charge them in their garage. Um, and so it can be a very convenient thing for them. But uh, I think for your average American, these vehicles have too many problems. I think this is a technology that's not really ready for prime time yet. As an owner of one, and I can give you a few things to even add into some things you may write about down the road. Number one, they're not for every American, as you just stated. You do need an indoor space to park them in and do the charging of because temperature variations are a big factor with EVs in general. And just the ease of use, as you just said, you really need to be parked inside. They're not going to be a typically replacement for a vehicle you already own unless you've got two or three vehicles and you've got a couple of ICE vehicles that are spares where if you want to go farther than what your range is, you have the ability to do so. So these are... You know, uh, this is for the upper income levels of America, Kevin. This is not going to be for the average everyday driver. Yeah, you know, we and we're hearing more and more horror stories. We have uh, friends and neighbors who just wanted to take their son to a soccer match at the next uh, city over, which was three hours away. And And that's a long uh, trip on an EV. Exactly. The car miscalculated or misinformed them how much charge was there. Uh, they couldn't get back. They ended up having to spend the night in a hotel while their uh, car charged overnight. And we're hearing more and more stories like that. Uh, I.e., the CEO of Ford, who just went out last week in Southern California with a Ford Lightning and realized some of what you just stated? Yes, uh, that. And uh, there was an owner of a Ford F-150, and he talked about after dropping 80-some thousand on the vehicle, he had to drop another 15000 to get a charger built in and some rewiring in his house. Yes. Uh, and yes. all these sorts of things. Yeah. And, and again, as a as a handy person myself, uh, you know, I was able to not spend all of that to put a charge station in. But I know, Kevin, that if you don't have that ability and you don't have the ability even on your general setup in your house, in other words, if you don't have enough amperage coming in in the first place, you may be in for a really large bill, which I think was the case of what you were just talking about with him. He had to do some upgraded service and some other things to even handle that. And these are all things that here's – my, here's my biggest issue with EVs. And I'm a car guy, so I love cars. I love technology. I love the way an EV drives. I'll tell you that first and foremost. They are performance vehicles to the max. They are fast. You're not having to wait for an engine to, you know, to ramp up, if you would. You, the torque curve is instantaneous, so they are a lot of fun to drive. And that part of it is great. But I don't feel like we're informing 
people enough about all of the nuances, pros and cons, if you would, of what you're getting into. We just tell them, oh, here's your answer to save the planet. Go buy one. We're not getting into all of these other idiosyncrasies that are involved in one. And in turn, if we're not careful, Kevin, we're going to send people down a path that puts a bad taste in their mouth, sort of like nuclear energy, to where they're never going to want them in the future if we're not careful. Well, and so, you know, this is the issue about having an con- honest conversation around this topic. You know, and one of the things that the scientists point out outside of their, their questioning of the stats supporting the climate narrative is all the benefits that we are getting from CO2. Um, it has led to a greening of the planet. Um, the more CO2 within reason that you have, the, the, the larger and the greener plants grow. It means you, less, you need less area for farming and things like this. Not to mention the fact that synthetic uh, fertilizers, which are a derivative of natural gas, are feeding about half of the planet today. Mm-hmm. And so we would not have the yields um, from agriculture anywhere near where they are today. Mm-hmm. If you get to net zero, which is the goal of all these policies, um, you will very likely be unable to feed quite a few people on this planet. Good point. Kevin, Is I appreciate you. How do folks find the article, sir? Um, you can go to theepochtimes.com. Uh, the title of the article is Princeton MIT Scientists Say EPA Climate Regulations Are Based on a Hoax, or you can just search my byline, Kevin Stockland. Awesome. Kevin, appreciate you joining us very much, sir. Keep up the good work. My pleasure. You bet. Thank, Thank you very much. And, folks, again, I say this all the time. just want to add this to what he's saying. There's no such thing as net zero. We hear that term. It's a catchphrase. It's wrong. Uh, there's no way to achieve that. You being alive on this planet already negates that. So there is no such thing. Now, I guess in essence, they would like to be net zero because that would wipe humans off the face of the planet, which I do believe is one of their goals. So I don't want to say that they're they're totally, uh, you know, how should I say this? Their goal of net zero, they would love to attain, but that means no humans exist any longer. And even then, I don't know that we're net zero, but it's a catchphrase. It's catchy. It's not true. Uh, it's, it's, it's a wrong phrase to use, by the way, because it's unattainable on so many levels, but it's going to continue to be, to be used by the left, unfortunately. Golden Eagle Financials coming up next, folks. Again, Al wants to help you be positive when it comes to your finances and know where you're going and how to get there and then stay there through accountability. That's what Al will do. 303-744-1128. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 
Do you have a garage door? Most of you listening probably do. And if it ever needs anything worked on, even routine maintenance, we've got a company for you that's Pops Garage Doors, family-owned and operated. They're not going to upsell you. They want to fix what you have first. And if you've got a desire to do an upgrade, fine. They can help you with that as well. But the bottom line is they want to help you get your garage door up and working. So if you have an emergency, please call them. And just non-emergency, just maintenance, they can do that as well. 719-399-1089. Do the job right the first time is not just a saying, it's the founding principle of Pops Garage Doors. Pops understands the importance of a seamless experience when it comes to repairing your garage door, and that is why they are committed to excellence with a quality of service you can only get from family. As a family-owned business, Pops' team of expert technicians will treat you with that same care and respect they give to their family. They will service your garage door right the first time with no pressure to upsell or too-good-to-be-true deals. Pops Garage Door doesn't just do customer service, they do family service, providing a free inspection and estimate to ensure your garage door is fixed the first time out. And with over 275-star Google reviews, you can be confident Pops will treat you well. Let Pops Garage Door do the job right the first time for you. Go to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. Plumbing problems, anything you need when it comes to plumbing, drain, the fresh water coming in, uh, upgrades, you name it, they can do it. High five plumbing. And as I've said numerous times now as we start heading into the fall and winter months, get whatever you need done prior to winter hitting so you're not doing this when the snow flies. High five plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High five plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. High Five maintains a well-stocked inventory, readily available for their technicians at all times. So the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll be back in three hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority, so call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com plumbing today. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. As I said earlier, A.J. Rice joining us now. And A.J. is an individual where you don't really hear from him a lot, but a lot of the folks that I talk to on a regular basis come through A.J. So we talk, you know, really via email an awful lot, A.J., literally on a weekly, sometimes daily basis. So welcome back to Rush to Reason. Appreciate you very much, sir. Brother, great to be here. Always a joy. All right. The Woking Dead. It's been a year since its release. How's it doing? Doing great. I mean, it's, uh, it's a target-rich environment, you know? <laughs> I mean, you can't get through. I could rewrite the book every day, brother. That's a fact. Um, I mean, it's gone crazy out there. It's You know, people wonder why the top presidential candidates are all part of the sort of anti-woke battalion, even, even RFK Jr. You know, when yeah. you look at Vivek yeah. and you look at Trump, who's the, you know, Trump's the OG anti-wokester. 
and DeSantis, who, you know, all these guys have sort of made it their brand. Yeah. Um, so it's not shocking that they're the ones leading in the polls. Um, and if you look, if you take in the RFK Jr., 20, 30 percent of Democrats, it means we're in a majority here. Yeah, the agree. anti-woke American movement, the people that want the woking dead out of their lives are in the majority. Well, I think you saw that a lot, you know, even with the whole Budweiser debacle, AG. You know, let's face it, you know, they're at a point now where I'm going to talk about this a little bit more tomorrow. But the old owners, you know, the Bush family is talking about buying the company that. back because of how bad it is. Yep, I saw that. I mean, they're seeing their legacy tarnished. Because there's a dude in a bathing suit pounding bush pounders. Right. I mean, it's just your uh, Bud Light pounders. Right. It's just terrible. I yeah, mean, I mean, when, you, when you're at that point, and, and again, I think this was really, with well, number one, they had the wrong people running the company, of course, which we all know now. But these guys, I, I think they live it with, you know, literally rose-colored glasses on, thinking that the majority of Americans think the way they do. But to your point a moment ago, that's not true. A vast majority of Americans think opposite of them. No, but you had in the marketing department at Budweiser, you had these kooks, yep. circular firing squad with studies degrees from some humanities department somewhere. They only talk to each other, and they, you know, with this term gets used a lot, right? Know your audience. Well, guess what, establishment? Guess what, Hollywood? Guess what, yeah. you know, NASCAR and Budweiser and these, uh, Nike and, and the NWA, you know, or NBA? I mean, look, these guys do not know their audience. And nope. the American people are the audience. And when it came to Budweiser, they spoke. Well, and you would have thought, AJ, that, and again, maybe it's just because I'm just some uneducated, you know, schmuck on the radio, but you would have thought that they could have looked at organizations like the NFL and would have realized, wait a minute, these guys learned really, really fast pre-COVID that this stuff's not going to work. They made a complete reversal. They had to because their audience share was dropping. I mean, they learned that firsthand. You would have thought that the rest of these guys would have understood the same thing. Well, it's one thing. What's crazy is this is now, so you have to understand, a year ago, this was just sort of the province of some sort of entertainment mediums, right? So we're always gonna, they're always going to push the envelope. I don't care whether it's, you know, Star Trek or the NBA or, you know, some kooky show on HBO, whatever it is. Entertainment medium, fine. You can change the channel. You vote with your wallet, whatever. The right. fact that these corporations, the fact that Target is making pocket bathing suits right. for little boys to pretend like they're girls. You know, I'm kind of thinking the KLZ audience isn't the pocket bathing suit kind of audience. Uh, no, we are not, so, although we've got some that yeah. are from that so, side of the so aisle, AJ. I, I definitely hear from them, so trust me, you're talking to them as well. Not as many of them, but they're out there, trust me. All right, well, just don't, you know, make sure you, you know, wear gloves if you're going to touch it. <laughs> so, I mean, the reality here is that when you're dealing with the corporations that are now pushing this, it's in the boardrooms now, right? And, and again, it used to just be liberal arts stuff or right. entertainment stuff. You know, Broadway's always acting crazy, singing about having AIDS. I mean, it's, it's, it's wild. But now, because of DEI, right? Right. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. And because of things like ESG, stands for environmental social, social governance. Right. These things are now being used as the tuning fork to keep us all in line. We're all being given something akin to the Chinese social credit score, where... You know, if you're going to work for a company or if you're going to maybe, if they're going to look at your resume, you got to have that on there next to your pronouns. And we're all being judged. It's, it's insane. Yeah, and, it's it's just, and I had a listener say earlier, you know, we really should start using the right term. It's not wokeism, it's Marxism. 
I mean, it is. I mean, look, I mean, we talked about that last year. I mean, the core of this, the heart of it, wokeism is just a modern vernacular. Right. We are fighting cultural Marxists. That's right. That's what this is. That's right. Because, and we talked about it last year, they couldn't get the plumbers and the bricklayers and the lumberjacks to overthrow the government, right? They couldn't get the workers of the world here because they're patriotic, blue-collar workers. They love their country. They fight for their country. That's right. They couldn't get them to unite. So instead, they went into our institutions of, of our culture, and that's how we're fighting them now. That's right. That's exactly right. And And I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but given that I'm a guy that came from the trades and we know there's a lack of folks in the trades, and I think even a lot of young people now are thinking, wait a minute, do I really need to go to college or should I become a skilled worker? Should I become an electrician, a plumber, an auto technician, whatever the case, and I can come out of high I can come out of college, you know, come out of high school, go to a trade school and within two or three years be making really, AJ, it's not hard for them to make a hundred grand a year, far more Correct. than their college counterparts would be. I think you're going to see a shift in that. Now, granted, that's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight, but this could very easily backfire on the Marxist if they're not careful. Well, look, I mean, we, uh, we need more carpenters and guys that can fix cars sure and, do. and people that own landscaping companies, and we need less people taking out loans for underwater lesbian that, basket that's right. bachelor's degree. That's right. Right? I mean, come on. I mean, are you kidding me? And those people, they thought they were going to get a bailout from Biden. That's why they showed up in the midterms. Yep. Turns out the Supreme Court sent that to the you know dustbin of history. That's right. Rightfully so, by the way, they should have. And no, and to your point, again, my, my thought is with everything, there can be a, a shift in the tide and we've got to fight Marxism you know, hard. And one of the, to me, one of the best examples to use right now is look at where China's at. They are a disintegrating country from the inside out. And if they're not careful, they're not going to exist. Sure. And look, every time Marxism has thrived, it's always in a place without a middle class. And that's why the left is obsessed with destroying ours. Yep. I mean, it was in most cases, whether it's Cuba or, or the Soviet Union, China, or the, or, you know, Vietnam, it was always some peasant revolt overthrowing some colonial power or some kind of autocratic gangster family that's running the country. That's not what we have here, which is why they are trying to indoctrinate at the youngest age possible. I mean, these are, these are you know, woke cradle robbers at this point. That is exactly right. You are 100% correct. Now, when it comes to the continual fight, and I, and I know words matter, and I get that, and us, you know, wokeism is sort of that Kleenex, if you would, where you know, you know, facial tissue is Kleenex. That's what everybody calls it, even though there's a gazillion different brands, but we use Kleenex as the term. Do you feel like we need to start shifting away from using the term wokeism to Marxism in and of itself, or what are your thoughts there? Well, I think you have to. I mean, look, you know, I've been trying to put together a unified theory of woke in every 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 day, there's some. It's like at this point, it's like the Crayola 64 box, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's you know there's there's primary colors for sure. Um, but I I try to convert people when I talk to them to, to basically understand cultural Marxism. This actually was was, was a real thing. Uh, there was an Italian philosopher named Antonio Gramsci. We're talking before World War One, guys, and I don't want to bore everybody. Right. But what he what what he surmised was. To get some of these Western democracies to flip, that you had to go into the cultural levers of power. So whether it's the newspapers or the or Broadway or the silent picture industry, whatever it was, wherever you were, that's what they did. Universities and and you know the public school system, public school unions, and that's where they're at. And you know the only difference, of course, 
and we talked about this before, that they have now that they didn't have, let's say, 100 years ago, is they have big tech protecting Right, that's right. That's exactly right. Hey, I had a texter also text in and say, don't forget the pipe fitters that are out there as well. So, AJ, I'll put a That's plug right, in for baby. those guys. That's yes, right. well, look, all my, of them, my all of them. Plumbers Union, Philadelphia. So I know I'm it. missing some. So any of the trades, I'll, just, I'll put a blanket out there. The trades are vast and various, and there's a lot of them uh, from running, you know, you know, and I know, you know, folks say, well, do you still run printing presses? Yeah, actually, they still exist as well, and we still do a lot of printing and logoing and apparel and all sorts of different things in this country, AJ. So the, well, the, you know, the, the know, trades is, thinking, is, is long, let's just say that. A quick, well, let's talk about printing presses. A little quick anecdote, a nightmare. So my book was supposed to come out five, five months earlier last summer than it did, and the reason it couldn't is because we've now limited, we have like, Five printing presses in North America. Wow. Four here and one in Canada. Wow. And you know what? You know why books couldn't get printed? There was a lull because Bezos and Amazon.com had bought up all the paper to make boxes for our Amazon delivery. Uh, I did not so know it's, that. It's insane. It's insane. Wow. So we're, we're, we're at his mercy. Uh, in more ways than one, I'm afraid. In more ways than one. You're correct. AJ, it's always a joy having you, and I should ask, where do folks buy the book? What's the best place you want to send them to? Well, you want to go to Amazon, guys? No, look, you could go to you could you could go to uh, Books a Million, which is kind of run by by you know conservatives, right? Uh, you know, Barnes and Noble. Again, you can go to Amazon. You know, it always helps with the rank and and you know True. moving up the uh, charts on Amazon is always good. Or you can just go to posthillpress.com um, and you know pick it up there. Well, always appreciate you, AJ, again, not only for what you do here, but what you, what you do with us in regards to all the guests and the different folks you have on for us as well. We appreciate that very, very much. Johnny, you're a patriot. So is your audience. We Thanks, man. You. Appreciate you, AJ, very much. And, guys, again, he is one of the publicists, not, not the only. We have a lot of them where they you know, get our guests and they, they get bookings and so on. But I will tell you, AJ is a guy. Th- this guy, as you can tell, he is a go-getter. He is a hard worker. I probably should have left him on for this, but uh, he is a guy that if he wants somebody booked on our show, I will get a text message from him on a Sunday night. That's the kind of guy AJ is. As you can tell, he's not somebody letting the grass grow. He's making it grow, and I appreciate guys like that. I like working with individuals like that. He is my kind of guy, as you can tell, and you can just tell from talking to him that he's on our page, and I just appreciate the good work and the things that he does. So shout out to AJ and all the different folks that he represents. He is a great guy, and I love working with him. Flesh Law is next. Kevin Flesh, another go-getter, by the way, that will help you with whatever legal issue you may have going on in your life. He's my attorney, so give him a call for anything you need. 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. But after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. 
KNR Home Transitions take the stress out of buying and selling a home. In fact, some of you that have been in a home for a long time that needs remodeled may benefit from the re-up program. Ask them how that works. Find them today at klzradio.com. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and RIA. Speaking of taking control back, you know what? Do that with your health care. Dr. Scott Faulkner, who really feels the same way about all of this that we do, he is your local doctor that will help you with all things medical-related. We've talked to him now uh, on more than one occasion and enjoy having him on. And if you'd like to be a patient of his, he has room, and he'd love to schedule you an appointment. 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is Real Relatable Radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Dell, what's up? How you doing, John? I'm good, sir. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Good. I wanted to let you know, we, friend and I went, there's a museum up in Dubois, Wyoming. Okay. It's called the National Museum of Military Vehicles. Okay. It's 160,000 square wow. feet of inside uh, demonstration, probably three acres outside. He's got a MiG-21. He's got... 
he's got the actual musket that fired the first shot at Bunker Hill. Really? Yeah. How and cool. It was, and it was privately owned. It wasn't a government-issued rifle. Okay. That's really and cool, Dell. This place is phenomenal. We spent from 9.30 to 5.30 in this thing. He's got, he's got a vault that's just enormous. The door's 20 feet high. It's just the guns. Unbelievable. You know, I, uh, I had no idea. It is apt. It's 334 miles from Broomfield, depending on how you go. But okay. anybody that's in the military history, it is absolutely. 99% of his vehicles are operational. He's got over $100 million worth of inventory wow. on display. Wow. That's really, really cool. Yeah, it covers from. So that is in. That's kind of in the middle of. Well, it's actually a little bit north. So that's northwest in the state. Am I thinking correctly? Yeah, yeah, it's about yeah, it's about forty five miles from the west end of Yellowstone Park. Okay, so what you go like the Rollins and head north? Is that what you do? Yeah, yeah, you can take two eighty seven and go straight up. We would depends on how you go, but it is just absolutely. He's got what he calls the tundra that has got every imaginable tank and half track you could think of from World War One to Very cool. Uh, Vietnam. Is there a cost to uh, get in? How does that work, Dell? Twenty it's twenty dollars for adults and okay. uh zero for vets. How come we've never heard of this? I heard about it about a year ago on the news channel and I checked it out and I we went up there last week and it is just is there a name for it? National Museum of Military Vehicles. Okay. The guy's a billionaire, and he he's not a veteran. He does it to honor the men and women who served. It's not about the vehicles. He's got, uh, remember the colored guy that cooked, that came up uh, in Pearl Harbor that yes. they depicted? Yes. He's got he's got the actual anti-aircraft gun oh. and a memorial to him on display. Very cool. Very cool. That, Dale, that's awesome. That's great information. Send me a, uh, if you think about it, I mean, I'll look it up as well, but if you think about it, send me an email or a text message and kind of a link to all that, and we'll, we'll get all that up on are our website gonna, as well. Yeah, are you going to be at... Um, American Legion yes. show. Coming. Oh, yes, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, Louis show bring, and all that. Yes, I will be there for sure. Yeah, we're bringing three cars up. And okay. I'll bring, uh, yeah, I, for a, all of uh, you listening, really quick, for, so we're not talking in code, for all of you listening, that's the show that we do typically every year. It will be Saturday the 9th up at the American Legion in Westminster. It's basically like... What is it, 100th and Old Wadsworth? Is, is that roughly where it's 90, at, uh, Dale? Yeah, 99th and Old Wadsworth. Okay, so you go, 99th and Old Wadsworth will be up there on Saturday the 9th. You'll hear us talking more about that as we get closer, that you know that week after Labor Day especially. But, yeah, for all of you listening, we'll be up there doing both shows on that day. So, yeah, Dell, I look forward to seeing you. Yeah, and I'm also scheduled, been accepted to do the honor flight in uh, September. Nice. Good job. So. Good job, Dell. Dell, appreciate you, man. Well, all all your your hard work and all that you do, we appreciate you very much, sir. Well, I figured you might want to know about that museum. No, that's great. I is. appreciate that. That's awesome. It's a, the, the town's nice. Got nice motels. It's okay. Clean. The scenery is absolutely gorgeous. Awesome. 
And well, I appreciate so. that, Dell. We'll get the word out, and if I get some time, I'll get up there myself. I'll let you go. I got another call, Dell. Thank you, as always. I appreciate it very much, David. What's up, sir? Hey, John. I wanted to comment on uh, DIA and the traffic. Yes, go right ahead. I uh, came out of there yesterday at about three o'clock. It took almost forty minutes to go from DIA to I seventy. Yeah, the point being, David, and this is where this gal that wrote that article earlier just has it completely, you know, backwards. You're not going to keep people from driving their cars out there, not anytime soon. So the only way to eliminate what you're talking about is more road. Absolutely. Period. It's it's astonishing when you're doing that and you're thinking, these dimwits spent millions of dollars on that baggage thing rather than create a walk path because they designed that airport to match Atlanta's design but Atlanta put the walkway instead of and along with the trains but they also put the walkway between concourses and Denver thought they'd save money and spend it on the baggage thing that they ended up trashing yeah well and as you know that was Atlanta or that not Atlanta that was that was United's Debacle, not necessarily, you know, Denver and DIA. That was that was United's mess and nonsense. Yeah, well, you're looking at it, and you're thinking it's just typical for the Valley Highway. Build it for now, never yeah. plan for the future. Yeah, can't can't argue that. I mean, that that's because most, as you know, most governments are very short sighted. Unfortunately, they only look at today, not down the road. And you're and you're right. They, you know, they sort of mirrored or mirrored, I guess you could say. Atlanta, and although I will say this, I would rather go to DIA than Atlanta. Oh yeah, I've been through Atlanta many times, and I'll tell you what—that's that's almost as bad as O'Hare. Yeah, I, I will still take DIA. Although we are quickly becoming one of the the uh, largest and and um, uh, you know busiest airports in the world, by the way, not just in the U.S. but in the world now. Again, where this other gal was forgetting all the different things. I mean, not everybody that goes to Denver, all the passenger travel that we have, the traffic that we have, not everybody gets off and goes into town. A lot of people just use that, and they, you know, they're, they're it's a connecting flight, if you would, David. So not everybody's leaving. That's the other thing this gal had completely wrong. I failed to mention in her her opinion pieces. Not everybody leaves the airport. Is my point. Well, it's it's amazing, John, that she didn't indicate that they just needed more bike paths. I'm surprised she didn't say that. I, I was waiting for that, but basically, basically what she's saying is redo the way to get to the airport and change security and all of that. And, again, she's she's smoking wacky tobacco or something because none, none of her suggestions would pan out, nor would they even allow it. You, the FAA wouldn't even allow what she was talking about. Not going to happen. Well, it, it's, she has her woke vision glasses on, and it's never coming off. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah to your point, not going to happen. Everything she suggests is not going to happen. And to your point also, we need another lane Another lane on both sides going, you know, in and out of the airport. Or another yeah, road, you know, let's not let's not forget, David, put another road in if you have to. It doesn't have to just be Pena Boulevard. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, our our governor does not like roads. They like bike, bike paths, and they will not repair the ones we have. You are correct on that one, David. I can't argue you there. You, You're 100% correct. You take Take care, you too, David. Thank you very much. I appreciate the phone call. We'll take our break. Veteran Windows and Doors, 40% off right now. Find out from Dave how that would work for you and your home, and you can find Dave at klzradio.com.
Veteran Windows and Doors actually educates their customers so they know exactly what their codes are. All of their products are rated to exceed those codes and maximize the return on your investment. Everyone claims to make the best windows and doors, but Veterans knows that every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. Owner Dave Bancroft will tell you the energy efficiency ratings have to be clearly labeled on your windows and doors when you receive them at your home. If the windows and doors are not Energy Star certified or do not meet your local energy codes, the windows will not earn you any rebates, credits, or energy savings. Window and door replacement is a great investment in your home. However, if they aren't properly rated for efficiency, you are just throwing your money out the window. No pressure, no upsell, just plain facts, so you can make the best decision for your home. Get 40% off labor and material costs for the month of August with Veteran Windows and Doors by visiting klzradio.com window. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we'll squeeze one last caller in before we end the show. Mark from Wiggins, what's up, sir? Hey, um, one of the reasons Denver Airport is so heavily used and overloaded is uh, we got you know people from Colorado Springs, yep. Cheyenne, Wyoming, right, all, all over the place. No, you you really quick. Your point uh, about Cheyenne—they have no other choice but to come down here. There really isn't any other options for them. Yeah. Well. Um, what do you what do you what would you suggest to Colorado Springs Airport people to uh, to keep people from flying out of Colorado Springs instead of going up to Denver? Well, in most cases, they're either flying up. It's like Grand Junction as well, Mark. A lot of people will drive over from there because you're either taking a shuttle from Grand Junction over to Denver to then fly on to someplace else. Colorado Springs is essentially doing the same thing. There are some direct flights out of both of those airports, but not near enough to meet the amount of travel most people are doing. So they'd have yeah. to attract so a lot of, a lot they'd have to attract are, other long haul mm-hmm. flights to direct you know direct connection flights out of those airports is what they'd have to do. Yeah, but a lot of people a lot of people drive too. I mean, they'll drive up to them. Sure, they will. I yeah, because it's cheaper. Sometimes. They can drive. They can spend an hour hour yeah, and a half driving so, up versus having a, sh- a short shuttle flight. Yeah, so of course that overloads the roads leading Correct. to DIA. Correct. Okay. I, I mean, unfortunately, uh, Mark, what, what's happened is DIA sort of put itself in a position. And not saying they did this wrong, but they, you know, they essentially have shut out some of their competition. Remember, when it first went in, I remember this all the way back to when it started, people were driving to Colorado Springs because we had no real roads going out to our airport. You could almost drive to the springs from the south end of town as fast as you could drive out to the airport because we didn't have, you know, all you had was Pena Boulevard. You didn't have 470 or anything going to connect it. Now that all those are in, well, now you can go to DIA faster. Yeah. So you just think it's pure competition? It's just pure competition. What's happened is, to Denver's credit, not because it's anything really they did on their own, but they ended up expanding enough, getting enough people in like Southwest Airlines and others to where now it's very competitive. You can go to Denver cheaper than you can fly out of Grand Junction, Cheyenne, or Colorado Springs. We've become a regional airport, not just a city airport. Right. That's what's happened. No, good. No, Mark, good point. I appreciate that very much. And and yeah, he's right on. I mean, the, the the bottom line is a lot of people will drive in from all over the state, and I know this because I see some of these people. I know them specifically, and they're driving in. Even folks from up in up in the Nebraska area, depending upon how far away you are from Lincoln or Omaha, you're going to drive down all the way to Denver to actually you know get out of DIA because again, the flights are so much cheaper than it is trying to do anything else. And so, to that degree. You know, DIA, Denver Denver International Airport, has become a regional airport, not just a city of Denver 
airport. And again, it's not because anything that our great governance has done here. It's just the way it's turned out. So don't forget, tomorrow it'll be Andy and I. Uh, we've got a lot in store for you as well, and we'll get into a few things when it comes to not just what's happening in 2024, but a few things outside of that as well, including Budweiser and the fact that it may be bought or try to be bought, by the way, by the old family. If you missed the first hour, catch it next. Otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.